up guys um i've been away from my podcast because it's been a lot to bear it's really been a lot we are currently in the middle of a pandemic and unfortunately we are in the middle of a war a spiritual war you know there's a lot going on there's a lot a lot a lot going on right now and you know I've been away I've been thinking I've been crying I've been hurting and it's been a lot to really really take in and I've seen a lot of crazy things via social media. I've seen some things, you know, in, in in person, you know, and it really, really took a lot for me to come and do this podcast because even as I press stop at the end of this recording, it still won't be able to amplify and portray what I'm feeling. And for me, I definitely feel like it's my responsibility to speak out. I've been this way since I was a kid. And anyone that's known me And anyone that knows me knows that I stand for what's right. I've been in several predicaments where I had to protect myself. I've been in predicaments where I had to protect other people. And it's just really crazy. On May 25th, a black man by the name of George Floyd He died. He didn't die a natural death. He was murdered by a white police officer. The white police officer kneeled. He knelt on um, George's neck, on the black man's neck, for about nine minutes while he was handcuffed, face down in a street. There were two other officers who further restrained Floyd. And um, there was another officer who prevented onlookers from intervening. During the final three minutes of Floyd's death, um, he was motionless and he had no pulse and the officers made no attempt to revive him. The officer's knee still remained on his neck and his knee was still on his neck when the emergency medical technicians attempted to treat him. Now, this isn't a matter of 
black or white. Let's talk about humanity first. Because it's very apparent that this is a hate crime. You know, I've seen how police handle people who are not black. And it's always that we see black people being handled like this. So yes, it is a race thing. But let's talk about humanity first. I've always been a woman to be able to distinguish what's right and what's wrong. And that's wrong. And for anyone else that can watch that, they definitely can say that it's wrong. Now coming to find out the details that have been circulating after, you know, we find out that he didn't do anything illegal. We find out that he was beating, beaten in the car. We find out that the other officers did not do anything to help him. We find out that the white officer whose knee was on his neck knew him or worked with him. So was it premeditated? I mean, we don't really know. But what we do know is that a man was laid face down in handcuffs, unarmed, not a threat at all. So you can be black, you can be white, you could be yellow, you could be brown, you can be purple, you can be whatever color. What's right is right, what is wrong is wrong. And at the end of the day, we only share one race and that's humanity. As black people, I learned that there's a lot of things that we as a whole, we don't know. And if we knew these things, a lot of these things wouldn't be repeated. So let's rewind. Where was George Floyd at? I'm sure, I don't know. I'm assuming he's in the inner city. And then we ask questions. He was in a store. Who owned the store? Come to find out, the Arabs ran the store. Okay, bet. But if we knew our history, if we knew that the slaves trade started with the, the Arabs, our Black people, our African people, were sold to Europeans from the Arabs. They, they started the slave trade post in West Africa. But if we knew these things, we would, we would really learn and understand that so many different people are coming into our communities and profiting and, you know, gaining and extracting 
our wealth, extracting our culture. Now, the store that George went into, come to find out they've been there for years, over 30 years. So essentially they understand the relationship between black people in general, black men, black women, black children in general, they understand the relationship between black people and the police. Why would you call the police on a black man over what, $20? Initially, was there a conversation that you could have had with Floyd? How could have this been prevented? And as a black woman, I know I've been in predicaments. And I'm sorry to say where I didn't call the police because I understand the nature of it. I understand what can possibly happen. I do. I understand that this could go way left. Sometimes I'm really lost for words, you know? We as a people, we have to know who we're dealing with. We have to know who we're around. Marcus Garvey said, to know your enemy is a part of the complete education of a man. So we need to research, we need to learn. We need to understand that the things that happened back then are essentially the things that are happening now just in modern times. Even in West Africa now, there are so many different races that come into Africa. I'm from Nigeria. When I was seven, I went to Nigeria. I didn't see all these different races. Now as an adult, I've been back to Nigeria I see Chinese, I see whites, I see Lebanese, I see all type of people coming in and profiting off of us, coming in and extracting from us. So many people are gaining, so many people are capitalizing off our trauma, off our trauma. So the Arabs in that store, if they've been there for 30 something years, I don't see how $20 could have really affected them. They've been making money off of our black people and our black communities for years. So now we have a man that's dead. We have a six-year-old girl that doesn't have a father.
we have another unjust act. We have another episode where we see a black man being murdered right in front of our eyes on tape. And I'm sorry to say, but it's become the norm. People are tired. People are sick. People are disgusted. Like, when is it going to stop? When is it going to stop? On June 2nd, that was a couple days ago, I was actually at a protest. I was in Houston, Texas. I was at one of the memorials for George Floyd. He was born in Texas. And it was tough. It was liberating, but it was tough. I didn't just see black people out there. I saw all types of races out there. And I just want to know, when is enough enough? When is enough enough? And the people that don't speak up and the people that try to justify, you are a part of the problem. You are a big part of the problem. You know? I'm just super emotional right now. I'm hurt. I'm disgusted. I'm angry. I'm confused. And unfortunately, I'm scared. And these are all normal and natural emotions that people have been feeling across the world in this very moment. Now, if I can explain my emotions, I'm hurt because as a human, I know this is not right. Like, I know this is not right. I feel it in my my soul. I feel it in my body. I feel it in my heart. It's messing with my mental. I know that this is not right. I'm disgusted because there is a big, extreme lack of compassion. I don't understand how people can watch that video and not have compassion. I'm angry because I understand what it means to be black in America. I understand that my skin tone alone offends people. Not to talk about how boisterous I am, not to talk about how tall or my figure or my stature or my demeanor or my aura or how prideful I am of being black, but my skin tone alone, something that I have 
absolutely no control or power over offends people. I'm angry because just doing normal things day to day, running, walking, driving, it puts my fellow people in the position to be attacked, harassed, abused, discriminated against, and even killed. I'm confused because my parents sacrificed so much and put their life on the line to come to a country that's considered free, a country that preaches justice for all. However, I don't see justice for people who have the same skin color as me. I'm scared because I have a black father. I have two black brothers. I have a black nephew. And one day I will have black sons. But it doesn't end there. I'm a black woman who stands up for what's right, who will never hold her tongue, a woman who will stand for something. I'm scared because that alone, just me being me, just me standing in my light and in my truth is a threat. And right now, I just don't have many words. I really hope everyone is safe. I really hope everyone wakes the fuck up. Enough is enough.